Hey y'all, welcome back to Not Your Average, a not family-friendly family podcast. We are your hosts, I am Marcos, aka Senior Bub, aka Senior Boob, and this is my wife. Hi, I'm Jessica, aka Bubs, aka Mommy Boob, and today we actually have a little Bubby Jr. around. Yep. So if you hear any baby noises, that's, that's because him. he's around. <laughs> he's not sleeping today. Bubby Jr. Baby. Baby. <laughs> That's him. So before we get started on to all our shenanigans. Um, Love that. First episode, I was busy last week. Got playing around with some garage band and put a little song together for a theme song. Oh, he's actively pooping. Oh, no, he's was gushing i need a spit of spit of cough we're gonna have to change him <laughs> he thinks it's funny <laughs> um so put a little tune together for our first ever theme song and i think maybe i'll make a theme song for each not each episode but each episode concept so like an m&m has a theme song and media, so Media Madness has has a theme song. Um, Friendly D and D has a theme song, and um, our regular, not regular. your average episodes have a theme song. So this would be the theme song for the regular the theme song for the regular episodes. Regular schmegular. Yeah, and then this upcoming weekend we have our first recording of our first Friendly D and D with your sister. Yes, which will be posted later on, um, probably next next week. Yeah. Because next week we have our first ever M&M. M&M. Well, later this week. Um, this Friday. So, I hope you like it. And it's going to start now. All right, so to get into our first segment, our daily titty talk, um, we're going to go on Twitter and see what's top trending right now. Trending. And the top trending topic right now is the Super Mario movie. Oh, for you. No, this is the actual top trending. Oh. Yeah, number one is Mario, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Warp into the new official Super Mario trailer. The next one is gaming. Nintendo. My heart goes out to them. I'm sure it was a very upsetting set of events for them. Um, What do you think about the Mario movie? I mean, I haven't watched it, obviously. I don't think it's out yet. Isn't it? I thought it was already out. Or nor. Um, Well, I just know that apparently a lot of people were commenting on the fact that he didn't sound... Um, I believe it's Chris Pratt that's the voice mm-hmm. that he didn't sound Italian. Oh, wow! But he's not Italian, so to fake an Italian accent would be really bad. I just saw that. Yeah, <laughs> they're also apparently commenting on Donkey Kong's ass. Yeah, and, <laughs> and how plump well. it is. <laughs> Mario's as well, because I feel like they. I saw a while they back they added cheeks. Yes, they had no. They didn't add. They took off Mario. They removed butt. his butt. So they yeah. gave the butt to, to Kong, to Donkey Kong. Yeah, that, that person's tweeted. Um, did they make? They may have taken Mario's ass, but they did Donkey Kong justice. Donkey Kong? Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong justice. justice. Yeah. People are wilding. Apparently, they made Princess Peach a badass who defends her people instead of helpless woman in the Mario movie. Ooh, love that. Love to see it. Oh my god, yeah, she's not even in her, like, she she's in a little, like, tight suit yeah. to fight instead of her dress. That's cool. She's not playing the damsel in distress. I like that. I like that. Yep. The new trailer confirms it. He has now said more than two lines, <laughs> and we can confirm that. Wait till you hear my bar- my Mario voice thing was a, a lie. He literally is just going to use his speaking voice. See, that's what I'm saying. They were just commenting that he didn't change his accent, but I feel like also it would come off weird. I don't know, man. It's complicated. I don't know. I think 
I think it's an adaptation of a video game using actors. Um, so to be it's fair, hard. to be fair, I think maybe they should have used voice actors. But oh. yeah, I think it's a different skill set. I think um, to some degree, yes, acting, um, voice acting relies on acting. But I think it's, I think the learning curve is probably a little bit better. Also exaggerate their body mov- movements mm-hmm. so that it could come across in the sound. Yeah. So like, for example, if like they were fighting, they have to do something to sound like they're like, out of breath mm-hmm. or like they feel defeated or anything right. like that yeah also apparently i'm like looking through it and it said apparently luigi was portrayed as a damsel in distress in the movie wow. instead of um peach and they're like whoever in the writer room decided on that um deserves a raise giving us a girl boss and a pathetic meow meow man i don't know what a meow meow man means but sure and they know what gen z wants i think someone on here says i think it's really cool that since it's seems sorry let's do that over again i think it's really cool that since it seems mario is playing a fish out of water role here that peach is the one taking charge against bowser and being a real leader could be the best dynamic in this movie to be honest that seems like an interesting take i think you know what does a plumber know about saving or standing up against a villain yeah um and i guess if peach you know is actually a princess there would be an expectation that she would be a, some, willing to protect her people. Yeah, some degree of, of leadership. Yeah. If she's the next in line to be queen, I guess. Oh, and we started scrolling a little too far into Twitter because I'm already starting to scroll across Bowser kissing Luigi. Okay. So I, I, I think we shouldn't keep going too far. Nope. Um, so that's on other... number one top trending yeah, is on Mario. Other top trending... Other mm-hmm. than Mario and Nintendo, apparently, mm-hmm. sorry, under documentary and films, it's the Casey Anthony one. 17. Yeah. I really, really want to do a um, Media Madness episode on this. On that? Yeah. Because I think it's really a topic that I would enjoy talking more about. I only don't enjoy the topic in the sense of, like, I only don't want to watch the documentary because i feel like this documentary circling around her and her trying to convince everybody that she didn't do it or why she did what she did and that's what bothers me and that's why i kind of don't want to watch it because i feel like she doesn't need any more attention to herself she's she had enough attention enough media attention yeah so it bothers me and then like somebody said over here on twitter i'm like once i opened it up it said no some girl named Haley. no holly um, mm-hmm. I would rather take a cheese grater to my eyes than watch a series that lets Casey Anthony try to convince the world she isn't a child murderer. I couldn't agree more. Right. I mean, I, I would not argue, but I would. It like bothers me. It irks me. I feel like a, a thing. I, I can see, I can see that. Um, I think where I'm coming from is tr- just that, um, Hearing what it is that there is to be said or hearing maybe there's more than just giving her an opportunity to keep lying. We wouldn't really know unless we watch the whole thing. Um, But it does seem like a lot of people just feel like it is just her trying to continue to lie and trying to clear clear her name or something. Um, Someone else on here says, Casey Anthony, where the truth lies, lets the notorious mom who was acquitted of killing her two-year-old daughter, proclaim her innocence. It's apt to convince few and infuriate many. Um, I am looking at another one. They're like, convinced Peacock released that Casey Anthony document uh, documentary just to reunite us all. Because if we can all agree on anything, it's that she's a liar and got away with murder. Yeah. As someone who holds the view I do of this whole thing is that, yes, I do believe that she killed her daughter. Oh, 100%. There was too many, there was too many lies. There was too many inconsistencies in her story. Mm -hmm. I I just felt like nothing made sense. Everything that she said didn't make sense. And like, how as a mother, are you not aware where your child is? Like your toddler is. Yeah. There's no way that your child all of a sudden disappeared and you're not freaking out. Yeah. Like, you're just telling me that your child disappeared out of nowhere and you didn't instantly call the cops to try to find your child instantly 
because they it would you would have a greater possibility if you called the cops to find your kid it's only within a couple hours and you know if someone took them they can only get so far right also if yeah. the baby just wandered off they can only get so far she didn't the prosecution's job is to make a jury believe beyond the shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. beyond reasonable doubt that this person when and depending on what crime they're being um accused of the um weight of the um sorry it's the not preponderance of evidence the i forgot the word um well basically they have to make the jury believe Yes, without a shadow of doubt that this person that this person did it without without any possibility of it being anything else, yeah. any other explanation. And I think what her defense did, I could say, well, is throw so many random BS stories out that like, the oh, jury could have happened. Oh, this could have happened. Right, that the jury couldn't honestly say. That there is no like other they, way like that um, Kaylee would have could have died, um, and I think the fact that so the way that my professor explained to me was that since there is a history of, for example, um, Kaylee getting in, into the pool um, by herself. Yes, but then why she why was she found inside a plastic bag? Right, but that's this is, but then that changes everything because then so for example, with the, the the possibility that instead of being murder, it had been an accident that was then tried to cover up, it changes the nature of the crime it's completely. Still stupid. It's still stupid, yes, to an, a, a normal person. Gone to jail even if it was an accident. Absolutely, I agree. Because that's child neglect. I agree, um, but that's where the case itself comes down to because if if there is that possibility that she it was an accident she got into the pool drowned they found her and then tried to hide the body and then at some point the weakest link gave out and it finally came out um then that's not no longer the same crime that being said i think that was a productive titty talk uh mario nintendo casey anthony pretty um it's a wide gamut now let's get right into our first reddit on reddit um i feel like i spoke a lot already during the titty talk so you can go ahead with your story first okay cool um so what do you got for us hi god am i the asshole for not including my stepdaughters in my family traditions so Hmm. uh uh-huh so initial thoughts what do you think um read that one more one more time Am I the asshole for not including my stepdaughters in my family traditions? My stepdaughter? Yes, you're the asshole. Okay. You are a big asshole. Okay. Um, I think it would have to be extraordinary circumstances for this person not to be an asshole. Like if the stepdaughters are assholes back, you mean? Like if the stepdaughters are actively going after this man and trying to make his life a living hell. Or woman. Oh yeah, stepdaughter. Okay, um, yeah. After the, this person yeah. making their life a living hell and outright said, uh, "We don't like you. We don't yeah, want yeah, you yeah. to be with our parents." Yeah, blah, I agree. Blah, blah. Um, so yeah, it would have to be extraordinary. Yeah, I feel like initially that's what I think. Definitely the asshole. Right. Um. So, I fifty four female. So women. Um, am the mother of a daughter, E. 24 female and a son f 21 male i also am the stepmother of two women l 37 female and j 35 female when i met my husband 56 56 male 26 years ago so let me see they were like 30 something they were in their 30s mm-hmm. when they met um he was already divorced for six years from his ex d 56 when we first decided to get married, I had a discussion with D, the ex-wife, mm-hmm. and the girls. And we came to the conclusion that I would be treated as an aunt as the girls did not want another parental figure. When L and J got married, 
which is two stepdaughters. They wanted me to be a regular guest and not part of the of their party. I was okay with that. The same thing happened when they had kids, except the kids called me Grandma Opie. <laughs> Why Grandma Opie? Grandma Op. Uh, original poster. Whenever you see OP yeah. on a uh, or in reference, for example, in a comment, oh, so OP said this, this, and that. It's the original poster. So Grandma, whatever her name is, right? Okay. So anyway, um, so their her stepdaughter's kids would call her Grandma OP. Mm -hmm. By the way, this is not coming from D. Her and I are great friends, as close as sisters. So her and the ex-wife are actually close friends now. Um, so I guess the stepdaughters just don't want her like to be their stepmother, like their stepmother, just like right, like a family. Like they don't want to be bossed around by her. Right. I guess. Anyway, um, so E found out she was pregnant. E is her actual daughter. Found out she was pregnant a year ago. She was already engaged by then. I organized her baby slash bridal shower. And my gift to her was a handmade baby outfit. Baby. Baby. You have something to say? Bobby Jr. is very vocal today. Very. Um, he wants you to know that he's here and present. <laughs> so um, she gifted her daughter a handmade baby outfit. Okay. A framed cross-stitched baby room sign with his initials. A handmade veil and a hand-stitched handkerchief with her future initials. That's cute. That's cute. Baby, you need something? Okay. Um, a few days later, during a family dinner, Elle, one of the stepdaughters, um, said that she felt kind of left out that E got handmade gifts, while all I got her was something off her registry. Um, I replied that what E got was traditional gifts from my side of the family and that I didn't want to burden her and Jay with them. Fast forward to my daughter's wedding day and while doing my whole mother of the bride speech, I brought out another gift slash tradition. It's a leather bound journal with her initials embossed in gold leaf. <laughs> it was started by my mother when I found out I was pregnant with letters to my daughter every month. Then I took out the day uh, she was born by writing letters every birthday and milestone. And milestone. Wow. Um, no, it was up to her husband to keep keep it safe and fill it. L and J again said they felt I was giving her very thoughtful gifts while I bought whatever from their registries. And that I was treating my soon-to-be biological grandson better than their kids, even though their kids love me the same way they love Dee. Again, um, I said again that this was a family tradition and I did not want to overstep. Then this Thanksgiving, I thought since they were so bothered, I made the same journals for the rest of my grandkids. They cost a pretty penny and it took me literal weeks to finish. I thought LNG would be happy with them, but when I gave them, when I gave it to them, they gave lukewarm thanks. D insisted to, to know what's wrong. Wait, D insisted to know what's wrong. Oh, to their daughters. Um, and they said that they didn't want forced gifts. I was so upset that once I made sure the kids couldn't hear, I just went off on them. I said that they were the ones who didn't want to be part of my family traditions. I was just trying to be respectful. And when they wanted to, I did my best to include them. Then I made them give me back the journals and said that I was never going to include them again because I was tired of, being, of them jerking me around. Now that I cooled off, I feel like I'm a total asshole. Actually, I revert yeah. my previous statement. She is Correct. not the asshole. Those kids are ungrateful. Yep. They're the assholes. Because originally you told, you said, um, I want you to be treated as an aunt, not as a parent. So I don't want to be included in any of your stuff. Like, that's what you initially said 20 something years ago. Right. Now, if you had a change of heart, you could have told her. Correct. And since you never had that conversation ever again with her, even if the first thought process for, for you was, oh, I this is I don't want her to be a parental figure and you changed your mind later on because you grew up or you matured or whatever, you should have had that conversation. Right. Because now you look like an asshole because you're treating this lady like shit and she even got you the gifts that you were complaining that her daughter got. Which she didn't have to go out of her way to do anything for you, you know? Even after so. Even after you complained about it. Like, that's some bullshit. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I also... 
revert my initial judgment. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. No. Um, I don't think they go. I wouldn't say they are an extraordinary circumstance, but they certainly don't help. Oh, he's grabbing the mic. Baby, no, not the mic. Yep. Not the mic, baby. He wants to be a part of this podcast already. You want to be a part of the podcast? Yeah, baby, Junior. Ooh. I had one in mind, but I kind of like this one better. Okay. Um, this is posted by a Mama Bear throwaway. So obviously a throwaway account. Um, but the title is, Am I the Asshole for Threatening to Press Charges After My Daughter Got Traumatized at a Friend's Sleepover by an Adult's Bizarre and Unsafe Behavior? You're not the asshole. Already not the asshole. And would I be the asshole if I went through with it? Question mark. Still no. Still not the asshole. I think when it comes to children, especially one's own children, there's never going too far. No. Well. Yup. No. Correct. Correction. There is. Sorry, there is. But most of the time, whenever it's talking about your kids' safety, safety yeah. in regards to other adults being weird and bizarre, if you go to the extent of saying someone's behavior is bizarre. That's something specific. Yeah, that's that seems that seems already weird. Very sketchy. Yeah, very sus. It makes me think that this person should not be around my kids. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I, thirty-eight, female, have a thirteen-year-old daughter, Anna. I'm going to assume that these are these names. Big are, names, should, obviously. Yeah, yes. Um. Thirteen-year-old daughter, Anna. Her father and I recently agreed to let her go to a friend Haley's house, also 13, um, birthday party and sleepover. It was to be eight girls supervised by Haley's dad, Ken, his 20-year-old daughter, Lise, and Ken's girlfriend, Moira. I know, and I trust Ken and his daughter, Lise. Lise and Haley are good girls. Um, he has mostly raised them alone, but he's a good and responsible man, so I agreed. Moira, I don't know as well. I've met her about 10 times. Moira's the, the sketchy adult. I do. I do also. Um, okay. Sorry. I've met her about 10 times. No, it's okay. I've met her about 10 times, and she's only been Ken's partner about a year. But Haley is a dear friend to Anna, and the core friend group was going, so I said yes. It was an all-day affair with the girls being dropped off Saturday morning, spending the day together, then sleeping over and coming home on Sunday. That was the plan, except at 7 p.m. Saturday, I got a frantic call from Haley asking me to come get her. While I was still on the phone with her, my husband got a call from Ken saying we needed to come get her and the party was canceled. It was very confusing. Um, good for them to have the relationship with their daughter where she... She was comfortable enough to call them? Yeah, calls them um, when she knows that something's up. Also good like responsible of him to call and oh. say like the party's over come pick up your kid you know like, oh i guess but i mean like that's the least you could do no but i'm saying like you know at, at least he's being responsible now did he explain himself is my question not sure let's see it was very confusing but we jumped in the car and drove quick to ken's house same time some of the girls were out on the lawn and all looked upset ken was out there with them and another set of parents had already arrived Anna ran up to us looking like she'd been crying and Ken came up to us to explain. Turns out Moira had accidentally taken Haley's medication before supper instead of her own and starting acting off. It culminated in her snapping at some of the girls, starting to shout and swear, and then she started babbling, screaming, running around before accusing them of being out to hurt her and locked herself in the bathroom. She had apparently called some of the girls, including Anna, little bitches who'd get what was coming to them. Oh, someone called the cops. I'm not sure who. And they were all and they were apparently on route. Like Ken and I really like. I like Ken and I really like Haley. But when I heard the story, I saw red. I had husband put Anna in the car and told Ken not very kindly that he should have been some that he shouldn't have someone acting like this around his children and told him that if Anna was too badly affected, I'd likely press charges. He seemed very embarrassed and sorry, and we left in a hurry. 
We passed the cops on our way home. Was I too hard on Ken? And would I be the asshole if I pressed charges against Moira for endangering the kids? I understand it was an accident and that illness is difficult. I have a condition I medicate as well. But this wasn't safe and could have gone terrible. I do not know what Haley or Moira's conditions are. Thanks for any input. Edit. You've made good points. I've had time to calm down. I definitely won't be pressing any charges and will likely approach Ken to apologize for snapping. Please disregard my would I be the asshole question. I am no longer considering contacting you. Someone suggested I share this thread with the other parents who were considering involving police. We have a group chat that we were using to discuss. I've just sent them this thread into the group chat and encouraged all the parents to hear you out. There are good people at heart. I still consider that she was not acting out as as the asshole. No, I still don't still think would she's not have the been. asshole. But I do think like it's a little bit of a delicate situation. Obviously, we don't know exactly what it is that they take medication for, either of the people, right? Like the little girl or the girlfriend, the guy's girlfriend. Then again, I also think she shouldn't have snapped at him. Maybe he didn't, like, he didn't expect that to happen. Right. Like, that's something that just accidentally happened. Right. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Even um, then, maybe it wasn't even, the, it's not even, you can't even blame the lady completely either because if she's, we, again, we don't know what kind of disease, illness, whatever mm-hmm. she has and what she's taking, what kind of medication she's taking or the little girl to make her get that kind of effect from the medication. Yeah. Um, the the top comment is uh, someone saying, and it got awarded or whatever, and OP actually um, exchanged uh, words, correspondence with them, yeah. Um, you would be the asshole. Mora didn't endanger children in the description you gave, and the police are already involved. Ken did the right thing. It's now a family matter, and they don't need exaggerating events or adding drama. Mora is the one that is sick. Haley had her birthday party ruined, and Ken is dealing with a shit show. But you want to add to his nightmare with some trumped-up charges. Wow. How about being a supportive friend and offering to take Anna and Haley to do something fun or drop off a casserole? Be part of the solution. Mama said, uh, you're right. And then someone else replied to that saying, it's so good to hear you say that. Then Mama replied, you're one of the people who helped me realize I was going about this the wrong way. Thank you. Um, someone else said, you're welcome. Thank you for your grace. I apologize for m- my original comment being so harsh. I looked at it again, felt bad, and took it down. Your daughter and her friends are lucky to have you. That's all right. No harm done. Thank you for the help. Um... Someone else then said, Very I'm wholesome. going to jump in here. Sorry? Very wholesome messaging. Yeah. Someone else said, I'm going to jump in here to add that you should talk to your kids and make sure she understands this was an unfortunate event Event, and that everything that was said was not true feelings. Your kid will need support because it was a traumatizing event for everyone. Um, so I think in the generally it was it seemed to be positive. Yeah. And a positive outcome. Um, I'm still of the opinion that she would still not have been the asshole, I think. No, I don't think she would have been the asshole, but also you have to think about, it's not something that they did on purpose, and it's also not something that was like, it wasn't also something that was like... Foreseeable. Yes. Like, he didn't expect that to happen. It just kind of happened because medications got mixed up, whatever, you know, it can happen. Yeah. And then again, too, it's like, you have to think about it this way. His kid now... Is also like the party got ruined. Yeah, her party, party got, got ruined. ruined. Her friends, she, her friends are yeah. are like scared, you know, or traumatized, or like freaked Kings out, or like they don't want they now they don't ever maybe want to go over to her house or hang out with her. Or, yeah, you you never know. Kids are mean. Oh yeah. So they could even like just start bullying. Even her own friends could start bullying her. You never know. Yeah. So it's um, it's. I, I feel like you have to in those kinds of situations that weren't like, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't something that. You know, it was an accident, and not only that, nobody actually ended up physically harmed, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that like like it wasn't super like psychologically fucked up. I guess mm-hmm. I could say. I would say try to like take the other person into like their their situation and yeah. what's happening to them, and they're in like consideration too. Yeah, obviously after you've calmed down, because I initially would be pissed as fuck. Too. Yeah, 
I like that the person, um, that first one said, uh, be part of the solution. I feel like that's very, that's something that's missing a lot in, in our, everything in our everyday society. A hundred percent. That even in neighborhoods, even between neighbors, it's hard to find, at least I guess in, in bigger cities. I um, think so. It's because I feel like find... it's, it's like close, a small city, a small, a small, maybe a town, like, town. It, yeah. it's more close knitted. That could be also a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. Yeah. Then it's like you, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of a a close society, I think in general, it would be better for everybody to know everybody and be familiar with everybody and be neighborly. I feel like so much, especially in bigger cities, so much is lost with like people don't want to be neighborly with nope. each other because they don't want to be in anybody's business. But also, then people are rude. Everyone, are rude. all the are, everyone, all the time is feeling lonely because they can't they can't just say hi, yeah, welcome, good morning, whatever to other people around them. Also, it's not just people not being in any, not wanting to be in other people's business or not wanting to be involved with other people. It's also the fact that some people are just fucking rude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about other cities or other states or whatever, but at least here in Florida, in the little bit of Florida that I've been in. People are so freaking rude mm-hmm. for the stupidest things. They're rude about everything. And it's like you walk down the streets and they're like you walk down the sidewalk and they're rude to you sometimes. Not everybody's rude, but a lot of people are rude. Yeah. So then it initially makes you think, I don't want to try to even become friends with my neighbors for what? Right. They're just going to be rude to me. Not everybody's like that again, like I said, but there's a really also, big majority that are. But also, I feel like nobody wants to be the first one to be to say good morning you're right either no one wants to take the step to even try that's true because one thing the thing is like one thing is to try and have other people fail and another thing is to just never try because then you're not even trying you're not even being part of the solution you're not being you're not creating the opportunity for other people to rise to that i don't know because when we went to texas Everybody would say good morning, and they were so nice. Do you not remember? We, it's not like we talked to that many people. Okay, but like the few people that we did talk to, they were nice. And the the last time I went to, when I went by myself, it was very nice. Everybody was really nice. Maybe it just depends. Maybe we need to move up north from from like Miami. Maybe we just Miami's not it. <laughs> so how do you feel? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I think that was a good um good Reddit cute little segment. Yeah, of Reddit on Reddit. Yep. I was looking through, flipping through some of the other servers or some of the other subreddits. I'm so, I'm showing my age at this point. I feel like at this point, like now we're, we're, we're 26, but I feel like now we're feeling like more like old. actual adults. I feel old. I, I don't feel old, but I no, feel like I feel now old. teenagers would say that we're old or would see us Not as Not even adults. just teenagers. My cousin's what, 18? Mm-hmm. she's a teenager well or 19 she's 19 i think mm-hmm. and the fact that we have a kid freaks her out it's like oh my god you have a kid you're mm-hmm. an adult and i'm like i mean yeah but like you can also have a kid earlier than this and yeah. it doesn't make you an adult because you had a kid right the but then again is... we're married we have we're like living on our own with yeah. our baby we have a baby we have pets I don't know if it happens to you, but I don't feel like I'm old. I don't feel like I'm old, but then again, I also don't feel like I'm actively doing what I used to do when I was a little younger. Even like, I mean, like two years ago, Mm -hmm. before I was a mother, before I even thought of becoming a mother. Mm -hmm. I don't do what I used to do. I don't play video games as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. I don't just like sit around and eat shit as much as I used to. Like now it's like... I mean, but what time do we have to do Exactly. So now it's like pick up after... The baby, make sure the baby's fed every three to four hours. Pick up after me. Pick up after, thank you, you said it. I wasn't going to say it. Thank you. <laughs> pick up after you. Pick up after the dogs sometimes. Make mm. sure they have food. Make sure they have water. Yeah. Make sure you have eaten. <laughs> make thank sure the you. baby eats. Change his diaper. Shower him. Pick up the mess of all the bottles and everything from the day from work. So it's like, amen. When after I get out of work, all I want to do is sit down on the couch yep. and watch TV. Yep. I don't want to do anything. But then I'm like, now I have to cook. Then I have to do the dishes after cooking. I have to make sure in between those I have to feed the baby. When we're rich, 
all I want is to buy disposable, all that stuff. We'll, we'll just have like some nice place settings for special events. But beside that, <laughs> just plastic beside plates. that, just disposable everything all the time. Um, obviously, without beside the actual cookware. But then just that way we don't have to do dishes. We don't we really have, to do. have and, to do dishes. And I want us to have like two dishwashers. I don't like dishwashers. I don't like dishwashers. They're gross. They don't clean. We can get. We can. We can look at some of the best. Again, this is when we're rich, Bobby. That's this is when we're rich. We can look at the top of the line, the most advanced, the most expensive, Bubba. and look at the, and we'll see. We'll do a comparison. We'll do a comparison. We'll just go. We'll just go dishwasher shopping. I don't want to go dishwasher shopping. I want to go Samsung fridge shopping. We'll do that too. That and Samsung range. Everything Samsung. Okay. Anyway, everything um, but our phones. <laughs> every everything but the phones. Correct. Um. All right. So, but, but yeah, I was looking at through some of the other subreddits, and there's some other ones that I think have a lot of like have good potential. Potential for for reading. There's one called True Off My Chest, a place to get personal things off your chest. I saw not that for opinions, not for relationship advice, and not for preaching. Then there's relationship advice. Then there's also petty revenge, which I feel like could have some spicy Ooh. stories in there. Um, there's malicious compliance, entitled parents, but I feel like entitled parents is going to make me angry. Yeah, but I would still want to read it. Mm. I mean, you could definitely pull and make those stories. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of content here. I like a lot of content, a lot of future episodes coming up. A lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities. Yes, I like the way you think. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So then we can move on to what's on your notes? My notes. Um, baby socks. And why do they slide off so easy? Oh, yeah. Because for whatever reason, Bubby Jr., mm -hmm. even though his socks fit him or fit him too tight. Yeah. Because he's now he's starting to outgrow his socks. So... Some are still too tight. Yeah. yeah, we've been like moving them aside, but we notice even when they're tight on his little like legs, on his little ankles, his little stumpy little feet, <laughs> they just start sliding off. And he, he used to do the master. same thing. Yeah, he used to do the same thing when he was born with his mittens. When he was a newborn, that he oh, had his yeah. mittens. Even when I would put it because I was scared of his mittens, so I would shove. I would put his mittens on first before putting on his little onesie. Yeah. So that it was inside, it was tucked inside his little onesie, and he couldn't just slip them off so easy, mm -hmm. which we never really had an issue of him putting it in his mouth. But thankfully, he would slip them off. Yeah. Oh, and real quick, <clears throat> in the magic of time travel that is podcasting and videos, <laughs> you know, editing, um, my voice has changed, I think. Has it changed? No, yes, it's changed because you're like... Because I'm sick. You're like stuffy. It's been like three or four days now of recording, editing, since we actually recorded. And I realized, and we've made a lot of creative decisions. And we're recording this today so that we can put it on the episode. But in that time, I got sick. So that's why my voice is different. I don't know if it's better. It's... Uh, regardless, you sound hot. Only to you. No, but thank you. I feel like you always sound hot. You look hot, and it's not just to me. If not, people wouldn't be giving you forty percent discounts oh, at Journeys. Oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, and so, talking yeah. about our D and D. Oh my god, you like D and D? Oh my god, me too. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our little baby Bubby, mm -hmm. like Bubby Junior, is um a little Houdini yep, with his he socks. Is a little Houdini with his socks and his mittens. He takes them off so easy. It's Very like they easy. Slide they, off his foot. Even when he when he's on his slide, like on his slide, on a swing, I'll see him slowly starts losing the sock, and then all of a sudden I find it on the floor. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, what's your next note? So, next note. Why is all this baby stuff selling out everywhere? Oh yeah. I feel like I don't know if it's just me, mm -hmm. but I feel like Everyone I see on any of my social medias is either pregnant, getting pregnant, or not getting pregnant. That sounds weird. <laughs> is either pregnant 
just found out they're pregnant. Oh, you mean like yes. if they were posting that the, <laughs> yeah. how they got pregnant, like in full details. <laughs> so, um, this so is a recording of when I got pregnant. So how I got pregnant. So they're either pregnant, doing a gender reveal, doing a baby shower, mm-hmm. revealing it to somebody. I don't know, or they've already just had the baby, like fresh out the womb. Like this baby's a few months old. Oh, so now listening to you say about that, I came up with like theories, and I feel like there's a few there's a few different things of why we see it so predominantly these days. Like an up like an upsurge of of yeah. it. Yeah. So one I think is the the effects of the pandemic, people staying in locked or whatever. But we're not in the pandemic. Anymore. Not anymore. Not in the lockdown or whatever. Yeah, but I feel like people are still. Some people are still working from home. Yeah um more people working from home yes. more time together yes more um, bonding more for, with, par- with partners mm-hmm. um but i also i do agree with that i feel like that definitely had an effect because i feel like within the last two to two to four years mm-hmm. there's been like an uprising in like at least around the people that i know but also just mm-hmm. that leads me to my next one around the people that we know we're all of around the same age so we're all yeah, that's kind of true. Becoming uh, like we're all maturing. Kind we're of all the getting same yeah. We're all getting Everyone's into our careers, like, yeah. graduating, having kids, Going getting the married. Same stages of life. Yeah. Right. I agree. Moving so, out. Yeah. As and then like similarly, what happened like to us? We had friends who had a baby, and then we all it also kind of sparked the thing in us to kind of also we want, want a baby. baby. Yeah. Um, that baby fever. So it's like, you know, as like when when it starts, it just keeps on going. It's like, like a, a little train. Effect. It goes. Yeah. It goes from here, from here, from here. Yeah. Yeah. I and agree. then also like as you see other people kind of like figure it out, you're like, oh, okay. Like it's it kind of demystifies the whole process. I feel like also too, like I a lot of people, there's people that are always going to be like, I don't want to have kids. Right. Mm-hmm. But then there's some people that they don't want to have kids or they say they don't want to have kids. And then. Maybe their friends have kids and then they start kind of warming up to the idea because they see it in a different light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They see they see a different viewpoint of it and they're like, actually it doesn't sound that bad. It sounds like something I would want to do. It's like, oh, this feeling having this little person that's made out of me and my partner and like Like something, um, that's actually something that I've had people tell me. Is that they don't want to have kids because of like they're scared of, for example, postpartum depression or anything like that. And I was like, well, my wife and I, you, you know, that was something that we thought could be a possibility for you because you've always kind of been like a depressive kind of person. Or God, don't say it like that. Not depressive, I'm but emotional. Prone, yes, emotional and prone to depressive moods. Yes. Um, and like I, like you always tell me, like you've never been happier since yeah that's that i feel like i was very worried during the whole pregnancy about you know if i was gonna be a good mom if i was gonna know what i was doing yeah how are we gonna survive this you know crazy new stage and i i don't know what like it was like a switch that just turned on unconsciously that all of a sudden like the minute he was given to me that I heard him cry, that he was given to me, that's it. It was like, I'm a mom. He's my baby. And I kind of already knew what to do. Yeah. And I feel like even the things that you don't know what to do, you start learning them little by little. Like Mm -hmm. with like, for example, like breastfeeding, like I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to do. I thought you just give the child the boob and that's it. He just knows what to do. And no, they don't really know what to do. (laughs) they're kind of confused (laughs) like what is this i mean it's nine months like even before i guess whatever little awareness they have they have no experience of yeah latching on well no but some some babies do consume anything yeah but some babies do suck their thumb inside the womb that's true that's true. some not all of them though yeah because i don't think i ever saw him not a a single ultrasound sucking his thumb yeah i I don't think so no but i wonder actually i wonder if that has like a correlational effect where it's like Babies who suck their thumb in the womb maybe have an easier time latching. Latching, maybe. I wonder. I mean, he didn't have a hard time latching, though. That's a thing. Yeah. No, he latched pretty well from the beginning. Yeah, they just had to teach me how, pretty much. Yeah. But, for example, okay, so I didn't know that, but then I learned it, you know, little by little. It wasn't... Also, like, time dilation in the hospital is incredible, because it's like... Oh, my God, yeah, I felt three days, days, but it felt like a week and a half, two weeks. I felt like I was there forever. Yeah, and it's like... Okay, the baby latching. 
like in the space of a day you go through like so many times where the baby's trying to feed where you're like oh my god wait he's not latching and then it all becomes like it becomes all-encompassing in that one moment whether the baby's latching or not has he gotten better at latching has he not and it's only been like three or two or three feedings are you are you actually producing anything because that's another thing some people don't produce milk until later on or some people produce a lot and i was producing like nothing but it's like it's your first day after having yes (laughs) birth no and the thing is they're like oh yeah you're gonna start latching like three or four days later and i'm Mm -hmm. like like uh, lactating three or four days later and i'm like what do you mean now what do you mean (laughs) and and they're like no yeah whatever you're producing is good enough for him your body will know and i'm like yeah what do you mean my body knows (laughs) i'm like my what if my baby's hungry yeah and they're like no he's fine (laughs) i don't believe you (laughs) that's so funny and no plus i feel like it felt also very long because i would barely sleep yeah and i think we did a good job with our sleeping process i don't know once we got it settled yes because i feel like because i know my first the first day for me Oh, bro, you were knocked the fuck I out. I was so sleep. I was so tired. I you knocked out literally the minute my mom came upstairs to take care, like to take care, like that to ca- take care of me and the baby. Yeah. And you're you were waiting, I think, for your mom, or no, maybe you fell asleep after your mom got there. Uh, and she yes. and after she left, yeah, that you fell asleep well, on actually, the chair. Yeah, I fell. As- well, I started. I started sleeping outside in the waiting room. Cause yeah. There can only be two people. So I started sleeping in the uncomfortable chairs there. And then you came and said the uncomfortable chair in ours. Yeah. I mean, but... It was not that comfortable. It was not not that uncomfortable. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. I didn't sit there very long. I only sat there for like tops like an hour. And that was only the last day before we left. Yeah. And it was because they were checking his um, hearing again. They were doing his hearing test again. Yeah. Um... But I think I probably knew what to expect from the chair only because like I a lot of people say it. No, I had already slept in a hospital before uh, when during my grandma's uh, cancer treatment. Um, there was one hospitalization that she stayed there and we were taking turns staying with her. Oh, okay. and I slept there with her one night. So I kind of knew what to expect. You know, they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And then the, the one we actually got was better. I'm surprised at how uncomfortable hospital beds are. Mm hmm. They're really, or maybe they just felt really uncomfortable to me because of the epidural, like Mm. in the spot where they did the epidural, I could feel like, like back pain and like that section, that little section there where I was pinched, it really freaking hurt. Mm. It really hurt. And maybe the positioning too. Yeah. They have to be, they have to be a a bit comfortable but it's not like they're designed for you to be there for a long period of time for you to sleep on they're designed to be able to move because those things have all those different segments or whatever they can't i mean i think it would probably be i mean it would probably feel more comfortable if it wasn't for the epidural and the stitches but i was pretty comfortable like the bed wasn't uncomfortable it was good enough to sleep and i like the fact that you can like reposition it in different ways so that you're not sleeping in just like flat yeah and also like the trauma that your body goes through for birth it's not like there's nothing comfortable enough to make no, up for it anyway you're right because even when i was here already home like yeah. even the mattress here was not comfortable for me everything hurts though yeah, like you could still you could be suspended in air and still be in pain everything hurt yeah, yeah. it wasn't that it hurt it was like soreness everything was sore right. and like I don't know. Anyway, sleeping schedule. We did pretty good for the most part. I couldn't sleep. (laughs) I could barely sleep the first three days that we were there. And then I think I only slept like an hour here, an hour there. Like tops, I think the entire three days that I slept, that I was at the hospital, I probably slept maybe tops 24 hours in all those three days. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. Um, but I was also getting woken up consistently by the nurses. Yeah, that's true. And to check my blood pressure and to check up on baby mm-hmm. and see if he ate already, see if he's been doing dirty diapers, all that nonsense. Yeah. So it was insanity. But yes, I agree with your I off topic. <laughs> we uh, went off wait, topic. We we got way off topic. Yeah. Um, I agree with your initial conspiracy about it. Yeah, I think it's because we also see a lot of people that we're involved or we're involved in our life at any point that Mm -hmm. we like interacted with at any point that we see that their lives are changing just as ours Mm -hmm. is or was yeah 
So I feel like we're all getting in that stage. That's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um. So now I'm on my notes. Uh, I have two I want to talk about, like unjustified talents. Do you have any unjustified talents that you think are a talent of you, but you know are unjustified? Like your belief is unjustified. Like what? Like singing? Like, like I think I'm a. I'm. I think I'm pretty good at singing, but like. Uh huh. I guess in certain tones. I mean, for me, it's my I my belief that I'm very good at languages. I don't know why I believe this. <laughs> Because it's not like I'm fluent in more than two languages. I mean... But I feel like I pick up... I I feel like for me, learning languages comes easily. And I feel like okay. I have a good knack for um, pronunciation. In languages. In different languages. Like getting the accent right and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I feel like... I, I, I think I think mm, I could agree with that. Yeah, I feel like I don't struggle too much. Like I've, I've um, learned a little bit of German, a little bit of Japanese. Um... And I feel like a I, little bit of Italian, uh, Italian, a little well bit of French. French as well. Um, I think that's my problem, too, because like I I feel like I could do pretty good pronunciation, mm-hmm. pretty good in like vocabulary aspect yeah. of like different languages. Like I, I know a little bit of Korean. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit of Italian. Mm-hmm. I know a vi- like a little bit of Japanese from like anime and stuff. My problem lies with like actually forming coherent sentences <laughs> yeah the, i feel like that's my problem probably the most difficult part of any language and i i can't for the life of me learn like the um the actual i forgot what is what is it called is it kaji kanji kanji mm-hmm. of japanese is it just kanji no it's something else too well the thing yeah that's the thing about J- japan uh well japanese has kanji haragana and katakana yeah so i can't do the spelling for the life of me i can't do that because i tried to do that in in when i was learning mandarin in high school and oh my god mandarin was so difficult but with korean i feel like it's a little easier but it's still hard for me to remember because of the fact that we learn like basic like english alphabet and even with the Spanish alphabet, it's similar to the English one. And all you add is a few accents here and there. And they add like one extra letter. I think the Ñ is the only extra letter they add in Spanish. Ñ, doble L. Oh, they do, uh, they do have doble L, which is double L. Double and Ñ is N with a little weird squiggle, squiggle. on top. <laughs> it's, a, the, it's an accent. Yes. But that's the only difference between which Spanish and English. The, the ac- that they just add accents to, the, to certain letters. And yeah. that we have like two different letters that are added into our alphabet it's weird how they made the ñ part of the alphabet mm-hmm. when it's just an n with an um, a squiggle with the accent on top but they don't have every letter with accents on them be no a part of the alphabet yeah but not every letter has the thing is it's like they have like the A, but sometimes the A is used without the accent mm-hmm. very consistently. I think that uh, maybe they just made the Ñ just an extra letter because it it's more consistent maybe. Like they have it more consistently in words. I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, I, I feel like that's my, my singular problem. But also with, that's probably with just in Cuba. I maybe. Know. I don't I don't know. I, that would be a good question to ask. That is a good question. We um, can ask Diana. Correction real quick because the in Japanese they have it's hiragana and katakana and then kanji. Okay. So See, hiragana... I think I only knew about kanji. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the only one I knew about. No, wait. I think I heard about hiranaga, hiranaga but I never used it. Uh-huh. Well, hiranaga and... Isn't kanji the one that they use the most? The mm, most common one? I don't feel informed enough to say yes or no to that. But um, hiragana and katakana are the um, written and spoken kind of forms and kanji is just a um, kanji is just a symbol uh, uses the symbols in to represent certain words. each individual thing. Yeah. Yeah, words like whole words. Yeah, like, like nouns. Like yes. kanji are nouns. Yes. Different okay. Things. Okay. So see, I'm I'm aware. I'm bad at that. I'm mm-hmm. bad at learning that. And I mean, like, because with Korean too, it's like kanji it's since, similar to. Since, but since kanji has an a thing for every single thing. Like, for example, on this table, you can have a million kanji. 
yeah of that's each individual true thing. that so is it's true not like it's a little difficult you can't really memorize every single kanji well, with, but I think some kanjis are made up of other kanjis. So you can kind of like recognize... I feel like that's the problem though. It's like they they one kanji can mean more than one thing. Yeah. Or at least they just have a slight little difference, maybe an extra little line or something, yeah. and then that's where it's like it gets a little confusing. Yeah. At but least to be for fair, me. Fair every language has that. No, yeah. So like in Spanish, un poquito. Un poquito or ahorita. Ahorita could mean now. Yeah. Could mean later. Could a little mean later. In a minute. A little later in an hour you know <laughs> in a few hours <laughs> yeah. yeah i agree um and with i'm with like korean it's not so difficult compared to japanese they don't have they actually like there's like different little aspects in the characteristics or whatever mm -hmm. that you can tell the difference but it's still difficult like i'm still having a hard time mm -hmm. so Currently, that's what I'm learning, by the way. <laughs> nice. So that's my unver uh, unjustified talent. I don't think I have one. I don't. I mean, I would say maybe possibly like I say I'm talented in singing <laughs> in certain songs or whatever. But you haven't taken any singing classes, anything like that. No, no. But I feel I feel like I I I can sing pretty good. Some songs, yeah. some pitches. My thing is the pitches. Mm -hmm. It's like. I can't go too high and I can't go too low because then it. Mm -mm. Yeah. Then I sound like a freaking frog croaking, <laughs> and I'm not trying to do all of that. I feel like everyone has at least one song that they feel they can confidently. In hand. And then lastly, I think um, living where other people vacation, it's not as glamorous as. No. No. Tourists would make you believe. Let's start just with the freaking traffic. Oh my god, the traffic! Is the traffic terrible. in Miami is disgusting, and I feel like just in Florida in general, it's pretty gross. Now, it's bad. I feel like anywhere else that's not so crowded mm -hmm. feels probably a lot nicer. Like when we went to Texas, there was barely any traffic. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. I feel like there was barely any traffic. It was so nice, and mm -hmm. even the highway, like even the like but the, the highways, highways felt over there so nice. Were huge. They they were very wide. Um, I think here they're constantly in construction. There that and also the fact that they're always like have a lane closure for something. Mm -hmm. It's not even just construction. It's like oh, there's an accident lane closure. <laughs> And there's so many accidents too. Mm -hmm. So that's another yeah. thing. There's an accident every like few hours at least Absolutely. on the Palmetto. I mean, honestly, every day there is an accident. At least every day. Every morning, I you. I remember when I used to drive all the way to Dolphin. I would see at least once, like one accident per morning. Yeah. And that was one, like at least one. Sometimes I would see two or three, and it would be like in different parts of the thing. So it's not the same person, not the same accident. You know, it's like spread out in different parts of the Palmetto or the different parts of the I-9. And I'm like, bro, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it is really ridiculous. Um, the weather's not that fun. The weather's not great. No. I'm, I don't like the weather. No, there's actually now if, with my training at work, we mentioned a few times the weather. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people that I'm working with, that I'm training with, mm -hmm. um, they were talking about how it's like super chilly over there. It's like in the 40s and the 60s. And Ooh. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm living in 76, 78 heat right now. I'm, I don't want to be in 76, 78 in the middle of December. No. I mean, I would love. I would like a nice little chill. I don't like. And having grown on an island. Um, and having lived and in having Florida. Lived in Florida after that. <laughs> I could use and I could get used to living somewhere where I'm not constantly sweating. That and that I also nice. feel like I would like to see all four damn seasons. I feel like it's Absolutely. summer every it's summer like 95% of the time here mm -hmm. and then the 5% is that two weeks <laughs> possibly yeah. of a little cold front and by cold front I mean like in the low 60s. Mm. That's about it. That's as that's as far as we go. And that's only for like a week and a half. Yes. Or two weeks if we're lucky. Yes. In like January or February. Yes. And that's about it. Because then it's like normally where everybody else is like, oh my God, it's chilly. It's getting chilly. It's in the 60s. It's in the 50s. It's normally like already in 
november december and then we're here like it's 80 degrees outside literally like last week it was like 86 degrees or 89 mm-hmm. degrees and i was like i'm not going outside yeah it's a pain in the butt plus i feel like i feel bad for the dogs because they just like it, the, the outside is so hot that they just get like tired really fast no and ours are lucky that they're like you know small and short-haired and short-haired people are out here with like huskies, huskies and samoyeds and all these like cold weather dogs oh. in florida I want and a Samoyed so bad. they're not cutting their hair. They're just like walking Leaving around them... with all their floof. And I they're know. like, that dog's probably like having a heat stroke as they're walking down the street. Dehydrated already. Mm-hmm. Just from walking like two blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the beaches, yes, good. they're nice. But not as nice as everybody thinks. And I feel like it's because maybe they don't have beaches or their beaches aren't as nice. But it's like. To be fair, yeah. I don't. To be fair, any beach in South Florida, any beach on any coast. Any ocean beach is always going to be better than any lake beach. Yes, but then, then again, then we have like our beaches aren't even that nice, or at least I don't feel like most of our beaches are not that nice. I have. I think I've only living, seen two nice beaches. Living plus ten years here, I've seen the the beach look very nice, maybe a handful of times. The the problem is we get a lot of algae. Mm-hmm. There's some of the, some of the beaches, depending on what beach you go to. The sand is either really dark and it makes the water look grimy and gross. Yeah. Or it's like too rocky and it hurts when you walk on it. Yeah. So it's like it's not soft and it hurts. Or you have to go really, really far for the sand to feel nice and for you not to feel algae touching you and or have to walk all on your feet. A layer of algae. Yes, ew. When that happens, it's I hate it. It feels so gross. I hate it. And I don't want to come across anything gross touching me, so <laughs> or fishy or weird. So yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm going to swim over that. Yeah. No, not just swimming, but also like, you know, when, when all that algae collects right in the front, on the front, that right you have to in, walk yes. over it to go into the oh actual water. And it's like touching every inch of you and you yes. just want to like scratch because it feels itchy. Cause that's another thing. Yes. It doesn't just feel gross and slimy. It feels itchy. Yeah. I don't like that. Me either. Me either. But I think it would be better if not so many people vacationed here. Maybe. I think it would be better. Or if some of us just move out. I'm just I don't I don't really want to be I'm here. I'm about ready. I'm about I'm ready when you are. I mean, I'm ready, but like we just have to book the whole fams. I mean, and none of them want to leave they right can now. Come visit whenever they want. I'm honestly I'm about to be like I'm out. I'm out I heard, I heard there's a town in Italy paying $30,000 for you to move over there. Oh yeah, according to sources Shit. on Instagram. I don't know if it's true. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But it would be nicer to go somewhere else. And also, it's not that fun to live here. It's expensive as hell. Oh, yeah. It's hella expensive. Everything's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like... And it's, it it's, just keeps getting more Yeah, expensive. it's literally like secondhand New York. It's getting expensive. It's gonna. I think it's heading that way. Yeah, it's getting to that route. It's New York, Cali. Route. New York, Cali and here, I think, are the most expensive places to live at. Yeah. We need to live somewhere more rural, more suburban. I feel like I would enjoy that. I would too. I don't like the the like cramped city. And I feel like the air would be fresher. And it would just feel nicer. Like, look, I liked when we went to Texas. It was really nice, and all those farms, mm, and yeah. those all that grass, and they all that forest. Over there. Yes. Tall trees. Yes. Very nice forest look. Yeah. It felt very nice. Yeah. Both until we found that track of that cat. I think it was that like a. It was, sure a it was a mountain lion. Yeah. That was a little scary. But it was nice. It was a nice walk. Because we didn't have like any weapons on us. Yeah, but it was a nice walk. It was a nice trail too. Mm-hmm. And it was very p- a picturesque. Yeah. I would do it again. Yeah. We but had a nice time. We have to take a hatchet. Okay. At least. Well, yeah, we would have to go with baby and... um. Preferably a gun. A gun. Uh, I don't think we can go in with a gun. Why? I think there was a sign that said something about that. Oh, I don't I don't recall. There was a sign that said something. And remember, there was a sheriff parked outside. So I don't remember what the sign said. But I know there was a sign that said something about. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Choked on my saliva. Um, I think there was a sign that said something about <coughs> weapons or whatever. And going inside the, tr- the trail. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Jesus Christ. At your own. Um, Risk. At your own risk. Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it was a little, little sign right in the front. 
that was was on my mind that then was on my notes that Love now that. we're talking about. Love that. So we'll have some more to add to um mm -hmm. next week. Next week. Um we already have recorded an Eminem episode. Yep. Um talking about Yellowstone and the secret life of the American teenager. The first two seasons. The first two seasons. Because I'm currently watching season four, so we got a little carried away. There was a lot to talk about. A lot to talk I about. Think, I think later on we need to set up a little form, like not a form, but a little like um toll poll i mean no a little um format mm -hmm. of like what to talk about when okay because i feel like we jumped around so many things um that's about... called adhd yeah <laughs> slight adhd but maybe um maybe first we talk about the premise of the show then we talk about the characters then we talk about i don't know opinions or whatever okay um that way it keeps it a contained. structure it keep, right a structure is nice um but yeah okay so that was a productive day of recording a productive week of recording <laughs> and editing and and adding new stuff adding and new coming stuff. up with new ideas yep. and changing yeah. things all the fun stuff all the fun stuff um well we hope you keep coming back to listen to us talk some more smack and if this sounds like something you can vibe with or you already vibe with or you know someone who would or will or might. <laughs> Remember, sharing is caring. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next episode. Bye. Bye.